Hey, this is Big Daddy Matty J. Moose, Psycho Stick. I play bass. And you are listening to the epitome of stupidity. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad because the beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Drink some beer! 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 What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hi there. Welcome to episode 78 of Epitome of Stupidity, a allegedly metal podcast. You know what? Uh, you know what's good? Beer and stuff. <laughs> That's why beer is playing in the background. You know what else is pretty fucking cool? Psychotic sticks? Psycho stick. We are going to have Matt of the band on later, and if it is anywhere near as goofy as we think it's going to be, hold on to your butts. He might even say that. He might even say that. I doubt it, but who knows? Uh, Also, I would just like to cast my vote for Beer, the song playing in the background. Yeah. Being the best song ever written, if not the most important song ever. All right, well, let's turn it off here and save it for the end. Of the okay. Right. Brian, what have you been listening to? Uh, oh, wait. I've got it written down here that we no. should introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Clint. Now can we do something? Now we can do something. Okay. Uh, let's see. Last night, of course, some SRV, a uh, little death tonage, uh, Seven Dust. I watched their stream oh, yeah. on Friday night, all of Animosity front to back, and then two random songs. I don't know where they were from. What's Leech from? You know, what? I, fuck, I can't. I don't even think that's the right name. I, it is. I wrote is it? it down because I was. And then I was looking through the albums. I didn't see it, so I don't know if it's new or I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't it sounds know. familiar. I but can't remember it off the top of my head. I didn't recognize it. That's all. So that was the live stream. Fantastic, was it? Yeah, it was just um, all the animosity stuff. Well, well, yeah, but I'm saying like you could tell it was it was live, but it was delayed because at one point I think Clint's like, "Hold on, I got a tune," and when he says tune, it cuts off the audio and then it goes right into a song. Right. So there was some kind of delay. They had fancy I mean a fancy setup where there were three I saw three sides of screens and then they had, you know, fancy cut ins and outs and fadeaways and all this stuff. It was very, very produced. Very professional. Sounded fantastic, except for that annoying bassist running around. (laughs) You're the worst, man. Um well since you didn't ask, I'll tell you that I've been listening to a lot of War on Women. I'm telling you, man, if I'd have found that album sooner that would have made my top. That would have bumped Deftones and made my top five for last year. That album, it is the angriest album that came out last year. It is. It's How got, can you have a band named that now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, they, they've got like a punk sound to them, and but they make it smart. And all of her lyrics are just fucking pissed off. Some of it's exactly what you think it would be with a name like that. Some of it's political. Some of it's just fucking. So it's a woman singing. Yeah. That's there's how they, like that's how they get away with it. Well, there's two or I think there's three women in the band. Oh, three women, two dudes. They are badass though. If you haven't heard them, I highly suggest checking checking them out. I've never heard of them. I don't suggest you check them out. I won't. Um, Unless we get them on the show, we uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, Other than that, I did a uh, a lot of the post metal goodness. I got caught on. Have I ever told you about a band named Burst? No, they haven't been a thing since like the early aughts. Gross face before the no. Why you don't like the name? No. Oh, I think it's cool. Anyway, they they've got a couple of uh, good post metal albums that I thoroughly enjoy. And uh, speaking of post metal, to thoroughly enjoy, there's a band called I'm going with Sarin, S A R I N, who has an album coming up here soon via our friends at Prosthetic. Uh, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Is that the stuff I was supposed to check out? Well, I mean, they you're supposed didn't. to check out a lot of things, but oh. you don't. Yuck. I know. But, uh, yeah, post-metal. Good, loud <laughs> stuff. Posty. Posty. Um, to start this year off, we have a giveaway. So we've got this fucking dope-ass print from Upright Press here in Columbus. It's three skulls kind of on top of each other by three different artists. We'll put a uh, post about it in the stories. Um, I didn't know there's three different artists. It makes it cooler. Yeah. It, it, um, we'll say that the, well, how should we give it away? That, Something in the show? Sure. You'll have to post it on social media, say, 
been at SU. I, what was? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to... a we'll have a post about it, uh, likely in our stories, maybe an actual post uh, describing how to enter and possibly when. And um, yeah, cool stuff. Until then, drink mead. Until then, drink mead and be happy because that's what happens when you drink mead. And when you drink mead, you should get it from Brimminghorn Meadery. Uh, they are in Delaware, here in the States. They will ship it, the mead, to basically anywhere. And if you use the code EPITOMEAD, E-P-I-T-O-M-E-A-D, you will get a 10% discount on some delicious. Which is like a little bit more than tax-free. That's pretty good. Is it even know. taxed? I, hell, I don't know. You should know. You How order all the time. How dare you ask me things and expect me to know? I don't know things. Damn the man. I know. Ooh, I do have the... Ah, never mind. We're already past it. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, the artists oh. on, on the Upright Press is Michael Wegman, Annie Meyer, and Jess Henshaw. Jess Henshaw, who I believe runs Upright Press. There we go. That was good. That was a good kind of backtrack there, Clint. That's I'm, full circle, full information for the listeners. Information for life. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of information. <laughs> Let's get silly, Brian. Like... How, how do you know it's going to be silly? So, I what, don't. But his emails lead you to believe that he's going to be on one your face one or a podcast them, but... <laughs> or one of the two? <laughs> he may or may not have a Russian accent, too. It's not clear. <laughs> um, I am, I'm looking forward to this. I've, I've really enjoyed going back to their catalog again and torturing everybody around me with songs like Dogs Like Socks and... Sandwich. Awesome. <laughs> I just... Oh, man. I forgot how much I love some of this shit. Brian, I think we should dial some random numbers and see if we can get Matt of Psycho Stick on the horn. I don't know how to do funny numbers. I think all numbers are funny. True. It's doop, 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 Ring. And he answered. We may or may not have just had the most wholesome conversation with a guy from a band called Psycho Stick ever possibly imagined. But regardless, we've got Big Daddy Matty on the horn with us. Matt, how are you doing today? That's my trucker name, Big Daddy Maddie. Big Daddy Maddie. I'm through. <laughs> I'm good, man. It's snowing here in Illinois. Uh, where are you guys? We are in Columbus. It is snowing here as well. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. I love Columbus, Ohio, man. The Alrosaville is one of my favorite places to play. Yeah. She gone. Well, it's up for sale, but it's they, they tore it down. Did they tear oh, it down? They, is it really? I think they tore it down. I don't think they've tore it down yet. Yeah. Well, they're going to tear it down. Yep. You can buy it if you want to. And we're back. All right, cool. Yeah, I heard a little beep boop. Yep. No, man, with the, uh, you know, even pre-COVID, you know, a lot of venues have been hurting, and live music has, has really taken a dive, unfortunately. And I don't know if it's the style of music and, and the genre that's kind of like explo- like genre explosion, where there's so many different kinds of music now, versus it used to just be like, hey, let's go to a rock and roll show. Right, right. You know? But I'm pretty sure the Al Rosa has been there since, like, the 60s, right? Oh, yeah. It's been there for fucking ever. I don't know if it's the 60s, but I, I want to say the 70s at least. Because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, Jimmy Hendrix played there. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I know that the, the Newport here in Columbus has shit like that hanging on their walls, but I, I can't think of whether or not the Al Rosa has or not. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Like, I, I, I love that place. I've had some good memories there. Obviously, the tragedy that occurred there. Yeah. Right. Um, it kind of solidifies its, its, its infamy. But I, I love its fame, especially just in the Columbus area. Columbus is a great city, man. I love that city. We're, uh, we're fans of it as well. Yeah, we don't mind being here. It's all right. Um, North Market is my tummy. Listen <laughs> to this Market. guy. He knows his way around town. <laughs> So well, yeah, our drummer Alex in, in Psycho Stick is uh has an address there. Let's let's put that. He's he's lived there for quite some time and uh we've spent time in Columbus and, and have some friends in Columbus and we it's always nice. I'm always looking forward to going back and, and hanging out. It sucks leaving sometimes. It's uh it's actually kinda odd that you mentioned that. Your drummer Alex uh technically works with my buddy Brian here, his wife. Yep, at the same institution. Oh, at the Franklin? Yep. yep. Small. small world, smaller city. Exactly. <laughs> it was, we were... <laughs> Academic drummer. <laughs> right. 
We were uh, no small amount of weirded out when we figured that out. <laughs> oh, Clint just spit, spilled beer all down the front of him. This is amazing. This is amazing. All right, Clint. It's, a, it's just a, it's a beer drizzle. It, it is. Happens. It's, it's a fucking foamy beer. We're off to a hot start. Yeah, we are. All right, Matt. What I've let's, got let's written down, here, down into the important <laughs> shit. What I've got written down here is to start with asking you, what are you currently listening to? Uh, currently listening to. Well, I just got um, I got my my girlfriend XM uh, subscription to XM or renewed the subscription to XM because it came in her her car. <laughs> Somebody just got a new vehicle. Yeah. yeah. It's it's nice. It it's fucking sweet. She's got a sweet Jeep, and uh. I was like, man, I'm loving Liquid Metal on XM. Yes. I was like, I'm going to be really sad when this subscription comes up. So for Christmas, I bought already subscription to XM. Yep. And I didn't realize that it actually comes. I sound like a fucking advertisement. <laughs> they're not paying me to say that. But, but XM actually has an app so you can like listen to it on your phone. So I've just been listening to like Liquid Metal. I love the shit that they play. They they got some pretty cool DJs. I think one's in LA, one's in New York. Jose, yeah, Jose so Metal on the butcher right now. The Metal Ambassador Mangan with Sepultura. Yeah. <laughs> I met him once. I met him once in uh in Chicago at this big festival they have uh it's called Open Air Chicago Open Air. And uh he was there. He had a little booth and that was so fucking cool. You would think that you know, like one of the biggest DJs, metal DJs in the fucking world would have some sort of pretense or snobbery and right. zero. He's like, he's such a cool fucking guy. Like a guy you wanted to smoke a joint and grab a beer with. <laughs> All right. That, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a lot better yeah, than excellent. a, uh, than a big headed, uh, personality, right? Yeah. I have no tolerance for that shit. I know Psycho Stiff has no tolerance for that shit. You know, we're all we're all dudes. We all came from somewhere, but right. I mean, some weird stuff. I was listening to uh, dub reggae last night. What? When I was dub reggae. That's right. When I was uh, much younger in the younger days, back in the long, long ago, the time of PlayStation Two, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> they had Grand Theft Auto Three was one of the first. Uh, games that I had ever played that you could like change the radio. Right, right. They had like radio, like radio on it, and uh, they had this reggae space they called Kja. And <laughs> the next game uh, when Grand Theft Auto Four came out it was the same thing. They had they had Kja West. Oh no, it was San Andreas. Yeah, That's yeah. what it was. Right, right, right. When San Andreas came out, like Kja West, and they had more songs on it. I was like, what is this? No, it's all good. So yeah, so my my dad had I had a little bit of reggae influence as a kid, but I never really like picked up on it. And then I played these video games. Of all things, it's funny that video games exposed me to a new genre of music. <laughs> you know, a little snowy and and just want to chill and hang out, build a fire, listen to some reggae. You know, it's just, just chill. You wouldn't expect a metalhead. Yeah, man. But <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you listen to Modest Yahoo a lot? A lot. That's my that's my go to for that. Oh, I love Yeah, that was another another great uh, great act. Uh, I I don't know if he still makes music or whatever. I he know. does. It's not good, but the old <laughs> stuff's good. Yeah, and Pepper. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Pepper, have you have you have you got to Pepper? Oh, yeah, okay. We, yeah, we played with Pepper. Oh, nice, nice. Long time ago, we played with Pepper. Yeah, I love I love Pepper. I love uh, a band called Stick Figure. They're they're fun. Reggae, white boy reggae band. I always distinguish it's white boy reggae. It's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I happen to be a white boy, so I kind of dig the white boy reggae. <laughs> I saw Modest Yahoo with uh, 311. I'm another uh, another fan of the 311. They've yeah. kind of toned down a bit from from the earlier years. They still rock, but they, they have a lot of easier going songs now. They're probably grandpas at this point, too. <laughs> this. This whole tangent here is why this is allegedly a metal podcast, That's right? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of figured as such. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be so, man, what has, uh, what have you and Psycho Stick been up to in uh, the weirdness that was 2020 and the also weirdness that has started out to be 2021? Um. Well, luckily, we had, uh, you know, a lot of acts have, have turned to streaming. And a lot of big bands have tried to do these online streams and like 
pay-per-view streams. And uh, luckily, in 2019... I was going to say, it seemed like you guys Rob, were ahead of the curve with that. Yeah, our singer Rob is a web designer, and he's very tech-oriented, very IT. And our guitar player, Josh, is our producer as well. He does all the recording... He does, uh, he records other bands, you know, for in, in the studio or whatever. He, he's very capable. Uh, his his side gig, he calls it Sonic Smite. It's got a dragon on it. <laughs> it's got, it's got a, a dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Rob does a lot of like web stuff and, and Josh does all the audio. So they, they really put their heads together and, and uh, with Murph's help, he does a lot of our video stuff. He's kind of like the fifth member in the band. Uh, they set up this whole streaming rig out of our studio. And, I mean, we've been doing what we called webcasts before stream before streaming was called streaming. We've right. been doing webcasts for over 10 years using all different programs. And, you know, even the, the Skype. I think we, we did a couple of Skype things uh, years ago. But we've always been interested in interacting with our fans off the road. So it just kind of lent it to, it's like, hey, let's try this Twitch thing out. Figured out how to do it with Facebook Live. Figured out how to do it with YouTube. And it didn't quite catch on. So in 2019, we did a few of them. It worked okay. We made a little bit of money, sold some merch, you know, digitally. That's awesome. But when, you know, when the, when the COVID hit, a lot of bands tried to do this streaming. And we already had the whole thing set up. So... The video looked really good. The audio looked really good. And, and I think we were one of the first bands to really push that uh, as, a, as a source of income because we didn't know what to do. We had bills stacking up, you know? Right. So we did that in March, I think it started. And one of our big things to try to, to donate, paying half of everything we made to different charity. And in 2020... Not only did we stay float as a band and make as much Hang on, Matt. Hang on. So I, what I think we missed there, which, which was cool, yeah, is no you, worries, no worries. You're, uh, the 50% you would give to a charity for what you made from those streams? Every stream we do, we give 50% to a charity. And nice. it's, we've raised over $60,000 this year. <laughs> where, where other bands are just trying to get by and trying to basically beg to stay alive. We've actually raised money for charity. Awesome. I didn't think we would ever do. I don't know. I'm I'm really proud of that. We and it's all different charities too. Yeah man, but, that's uh, that's cool as hell. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still flabbergasted. And you know you know what it is? It I don't feel bad being like, ooh, look at us, pinky up. We raise money for charity. <laughs> it, awesome. it was the fans. Right. It was the fans that don't, you know, it's, it's the fans' money that went to the charities. And, uh, one of the big ones was when the Black Lives Matter uh, riots were going on. I think a lot of people, <laughs> I don't see color, but I'm white, <laughs> you know? So a lot of that shit, it's kind of hard, you know, because the, you know, whatever, I don't want to get too heavy, but, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like, there's shit going on, and me as a white kid, I don't really feel like I have much say in that, nor do I deserve much say in that. So it's like, well, how do we help that? You know, like, how do we actively contribute to something like that? And Alex had the idea of donating to the the American Civil Liberties and the fans tore it up. We raised, like, $11,000 in a night. Damn. Yeah, dude, that is fucking excellent. Yeah. Um, it was fucking crazy. So, I, our fans, that's, that's the moral of the story. Our fans fucking rule. Absolutely. I've got it noted here that you've made a little bit of uh, charity scratch as well through your own uh, streams, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, kind of ride that stream wave a little bit further. And, and I've been doing solo streams two, two to three times a week on Mondays and Fridays. You can find that at twitch.tv slash Matty J. Moose or <laughs> facebook.com slash Matty J. Moose or youtube.com slash Matty J. Moose. This Nailed. guy's a fucking professional he right is, here. Yeah. 
So I yeah, I like to do uh on Mondays I show people's pets off, so you can show you can send in pictures <laughs> of your pets and we'll talk about them. Kind of kind of a pick me up on a Monday afternoon. <laughs> Mondays generally suck, so you can look forward to some furry little pals on, on Monday. Oh my and god. And on Friday I I show off uh tattoos and body modifications and fan art. And we hang out and I play guitar, I play some bass and yeah, I've we I've been donating fifteen percent to charities and so far we've raised in just three months uh over a thousand bucks for BSF, for Pets for Vets, which I'm a big fan of in, in November for Veteran for Veterans Day. And in December, uh we raised a few hundred bucks for the American Foundation. What is American American Foundation of for suicide prevention. Because the holidays can be a tough time. Yeah. Right. I think that's that's the highest rate of suicide is around the holidays. Especially in COVID. Total world. bummer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and in January, it, it's it's going to uh, uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Another great organization. Th- these are all conversations that nobody had planned here. <laughs> so I'm going to make the extremely smooth transition. I'm awesome. Yeah, <laughs> to see the fucking pet stream, yeah, it's fucking people's pets, man. I'm gonna tell my wife about that. She's yeah, gonna you, have a new favorite thing. Yeah, you got a new subscriber here coming up. <laughs> so, to uh, to make the the smooth transition here, I know that you're not an original member of Psycho Stick. So, how did you end up joining the band? And were what was the moose hat thing a requirement? Good questions. Um. Funny story, I'm actually the only member of Psychostick that's paid to go see Psychostick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was uh I was living in Massachusetts. I went to school up in Massachusetts and uh I I actually went with my my then girlfriend at the time, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I just kidding, I wish her well. <laughs> Wherever she is. I haven't talked to her yet, so you can But uh we went into a place called the Middle East in in Boston. Great, great club. I hope they're doing okay. You know, you're talking about venue stuff. My heart really goes out to the venue. But uh, we went to go see Cyberstick. I heard them on the now defunct WAAF, which is now a Christian rock station. In Boston, <laughs> too. But uh, they uh, put on a hell of a show, and I, I fell in love with the band and and. Uh, Years later, my buddy uh, just so happens, you know, they say in the business sometimes, it's not what you can do, it's who you know. Yeah. And that's a real kick in the dick because most people don't know lots of people. Right. So I just happened by luck, by no by no benefit of my own, I, I grew up in the same town as the drummers for Dylan James. Nice. He's a absolutely, absolutely fantastic drummer and a really cool guy, too. Again, he's not paying me to say that, <laughs> but uh, he we we grew up listening to music, and, and I met him on playing lacrosse. We were on a lacrosse team. Neither of us were very good, so we spent <laughs> a lot of time on the sidelines talking jokes and talking about <laughs> So <laughs> we're gonna call this psycho stick bingo and scratch off something every time something comes up that I didn't expect to come up in the psycho stick conversation. <laughs> Who had lacrosse? Who had lacrosse? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Uh, that's right. I, I grew up playing sports. I love. I still love sports. In fact, this is perfect timing too at, at this time because I'm looking forward to uh, watching some football a little bit later. Amen. Amen. But, but uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, he asked how I did it. So Billy was in Dillinger Escape Plan, and Alex. Well, the the rest of the guys from from Psycho too, but mostly Alex really loves Dillinger, and. He actually, I think it was his girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time, met one tickets, I think, on the radio to see Dillinger Escape Plan. And to be fair, she's she's a good-looking lady. She's a good-looking lady. So naturally, you know, we got to meet the band. <laughs> and uh, she she told Billy, like, hey, my boyfriend's a drummer. He's a big fan. He's in the band. And he goes, oh, look, what band? It's a psycho stick. He's like, oh. I know those guys because I showed Billy Psycho Stick before I was in the band. We would hang out and, you know, show each other music or whatever when he was off tour. So I had actually showed him Psycho 
and got his number and called him up. And uh, it was just, I think it was well, you guys have a podcast, you know, how cool it is to talk to fans that you enjoy. Exactly. You know? Right. It's cool. And uh, he got in touch, and, and when Jimmy, the last bass player, left the band, left Psycho Stick, Alex just thought, well, oh, let me call Billy. This guy's a fucking beast. Maybe he knows somebody that can, that can play. And early one morning, there was kind of an unspoken rule between me and, and, and my friends at that time that, you know, you don't call me before <laughs> like when the sun comes up, that's how it's going to be. Don't bother calling Matt before. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, having a baby is a different thing. Right. At the time, Billy calls me at like 9 30 in the morning, and I hear my phone go off, and I'm like, fuck, who's dead? <laughs> who's in jail? Who's dead? You know? And and he's like, well, hello? He's like, can you play the bass parts for Psycho Stick? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I didn't even play bass. Okay, I was I was talking about how uh, now for a long time I just played guitar. I never really fancied myself as a bass player. But when when you're when when you play with like really good musicians, especially you know Billy Reimer and his friends, and, and a lot of guys play guitar. It's a common instrument. So I, my joke was always, I'm like the third or fourth best guitar player in the room. <laughs> like, there's always going to be two kids that are way better than me at guitar. <laughs> so, so it's kind of played. Fuck, man. I keep hearing the beep boops. It's you good. good. You're good. No, yeah, we got you. We're good? Okay. All right, cool. So when you're playing with these, these dudes that are like, you know, so many better guitar players, there's, they're the guys that pick up the guitar. It's like, well, okay, I guess I'll play bass. So <laughs> yeah. I just kind of started playing bass by necessity just so that I could actually hang and play with people, you know. But uh, so when Billy called me and asked, you know, can I play parts for Psycho Stick? I was like, what? No. And, you know, I'm, I'm groggy and rubbing my eyes. I was like, what is he talking about? Like, am I dreaming? What? He's like, well, I just got you a, an audition with the band. Don't make me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I was like, dude, I don't even have a bass. He's like, you can borrow my house. Dude, I don't even have a bass. You can borrow my house. Well, how are you going to do this? <laughs> and thanks to technology, they sent me, and like I said, uh, Josh is the producer of, of the music. So he had stems for songs and sent me stems without bass for me to play over. Billy filmed, recorded and filmed me, and we posted that shit to YouTube, which I don't even know where those videos are. I gotta find those videos. <laughs> they were probably awful and hilarious 11 years ago. But the uh, band saw him, liked him, called me up, said, hey, you know, let, let's let's talk about this. This is what touring is going to be like, and, and kind of went through a little interview, a phoner interview. And next thing I knew, I'm flying out to Kansas City with the uh, a backpack and a base, and the rest is history. They've been stuck with me the last 11 years. <laughs> 11 years later, you have to talk to us. Right. Jesus Christ. Talk about bad yeah. luck. <laughs> no, this is fun. I, I love the uh, the initial answer is, what? No. Right. <laughs> so when you flew even, out there. I don't even have a base. And you end up, <laughs> that, like, that's, like, that, yeah. yeah. I'm a guitar player. Like, what is he talking about? Those bass players are fucking nasty. No, <laughs> I can't play that band. So when you flew out there, I'm assuming it was your bass that you took with you, or were you still borrowing? Uh, what's his it name? It was actually it was actually Billy's dad's bass. <laughs> he he lent me his dad's bass. I don't even know if his dad knew about it, but thanks, Mister <laughs> Reimer. <laughs> so how the hell did the moose hat come about? So uh, Psycho Stick told me, you know, as we I, I spent maybe a month, two weeks with the band out in Kansas City before the first tour just to, you know, learn songs, practice, that sort of thing. And uh, I had, you know, they had said, like, when we play live, you have to wear something ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's, we call them, it's funny, people call them costumes. It's like just a, we, we kind of tongue-in-cheek call them our uniforms. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, you gotta put the uniform on. And, uh, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? 
It's like time kept coming and coming. It's like, oh, it'll come to me. They, they were super nice guys, and they pretty much encouraged me. It's like, oh, something will come to you. Like, we didn't put much thought into it, obviously. So that's what they were telling me. Like, we didn't think about it much. It just kind of happened, these, these costumes. Right. Like, something will happen. I was like, okay. Time's going by and time's going by. I'm like, fuck. I still haven't thought of anything. I still haven't thought of anything. And the thought of it kind of gave me anxiety. So I, like, pushed it away and, like, purposely would not think about it until the night of the very first show in Buford, Georgia. And... I'm nervous. I'm I'm terrified. That's like it's my first psycho stick show. At this point, I had never performed live with a practiced band before. I had done some like open mic nights here and there, but never like, okay, this is my band. So Psycho Stick is like the first band I was really in. And I like them and they're like nationally known and like on the radio or like oh shit like you know I'm, don't fuck this up idiot <laughs> and this is all in my own head you know, they were super cool super encouraging and I'll never forget Josh on the first night he was like look dude we're starting a tour the other two bands aren't even there you know like the first two nights we were routing to the tour a lot of people don't don't realize that sometimes bands have to travel to start a tour so at this tour, it was with Green Jello and Nashville Pussy. I know what a matchup. Yeah. And uh, the tour started in Orlando, and we were based in Kansas City. So we did two gigs to work our way out there, out, yeah. out to Florida. The first one being in Georgia, the second one being in Jacksonville. And Green Jello and Nashville Pussy were not on the run yet when we played in, in Atlanta. It's just outside of Atlanta. It was New Georgia. Jacksonville, Green Jello hopped on, and then full tour started in Orlando the third. So I was like, look, man, you got a couple nights before the real tour starts. You know, these are just road gigs. Don't worry about it. It's a Tuesday night. Like, no one's going to be there on a Tuesday night. Well, it, I guess it was like spring break or some shit in a college town, and there was literally 200 fucking people in the club. <laughs> That's your first show. My first show is like packed, almost sold out. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it says no one's going to be there. It's dead as far as you can see. It's like, oh, no. And I'm starting to freak out. And it's just like, well, there's a, there's a thrift store down the street. Go fuck around the thrift store and find something ridiculous to wear. You don't have to stick with it. Just, you know, it's got to be temporary. All right, cool. And that made me feel a little bit better. So we walked down to the thrift store, and I found <laughs> a fishing hat that said, it says something like, gotta love bass, or something like that. <laughs> or like, all about bass. So I was like, oh, it's hilarious. You know, it's not like a fish, a fishing line. So I'm like, I'm the bass player, get it? <laughs> so I got this ugly fucking hat and some pajama pants, and I tore the pajama pants off. With a razor, just like to like shred it, so it looks almost like a dress. And I wore this stupid hat and uh, and an ICP jersey. Whoa. And and Alex said, you know, I at the time I had really long hair, so my hair was like down to my belly, it was past my titties. And uh, <laughs> he said, why don't you do? And I always had it like a ponytail pulled back, super first ponytail. I was like, that's a terrible idea. Let's do it. So I put the hat backwards. I put my ponytail through the front, you know, the little snapback piece, the little hole where the snapback goes. So I had this kind of like weird unicorn ponytail sticking out my forehead, <laughs> which which looked ridiculous and was kind of helpful because my first show, I was a little nervous. I was, I was really fucking nervous. So I kind of had this hair in front of my face, like, so I didn't have to look at anybody. <laughs> I could just <laughs> stare at the face and play and not have to worry about making eye contact too much. But uh, about two weeks later, because that was a three-month tour. That went from, I think, April through June. That was actually March. It went from March, April, May into June. So a three-month tour spanning four calendar months. And Green Jello of Three Little Pigs fame. Right. 
Bill Manspeaker, who's the ringleader, he is the man, you know. He's very talented with foam and duct tape. <laughs> and I was just watching him construct these things out of fucking garbage and duct tape. These massive heads and these puppet heads that their whole stick their whole shtick is like he'll invite twenty people, twenty fans up on stage and to wear these ridiculous foam heads. And I was like, this is really cool. You know, my nickname growing up, I was always a, a heavy kid. I was always a, the, the fat kid in school, but I always played sports. So when I played hockey and, and, and baseball and lacrosse, there's always so many Matthews on a team from the, in the 80s and the, and the 90s that they called me Moose. So I was like, you know, I want to take this Moose thing a little too far. Can you make me some antlers? Like, show me how to make some antlers. And it's like, oh, yeah, next, next day off, we'll do it, Daddy. <laughs> and the very next day, it was in, we were in Rochester. I remember we were in Rochester, New York. And I see Bill. So at the time, we're, we're, we're second support. So we're the openers. Green Jell, then Green Jello, then Nashville Pussy. So generally speaking, the next band on after you on a tour like that, they're probably getting ready. They're, they're drinking, they're stretching, they're, they're tuning their guitars, they're getting ready to go out. So I didn't see Bill much while we were on stage. Well, this particular night, I see him side stage with just a shit-eating grin on his face. I'm like, man, he must really be enjoying the show. You know, this is the first time I think he's seen us. You know, I've caught him watching us. And I look away and he's gone. And I'm like, oh, that was nice. He watched us for a minute. And I look back and there he is with these gigantic foam antlers. <laughs> On a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> and they are just larger than life. And he's looking at me like, you want these? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want that. <laughs> the ponytail out. I take my hat off. He crowns me with his antlers. Like he's bestowed them upon me. <laughs> which was just so fucking cool. But at that time, it was like one of those, they have a name. It's the kind of motorcycle helmet that just like barely covers the top of the head. Right. You know, Almost like a bike, bicycle helmet. It's a lid, yeah. Well, no, it was, a, it was a motorcycle helmet. I think they call them suicide helmets or something like that. It's like it's not one of the ones that like... Right, it doesn't it's, have the visor and shit. But I have a beard, so the chin strap kept slipping off the beard around my fucking throat <laughs> and I couldn't breathe. So I had pictures somewhere of my first night with these antlers and I'm just getting choked out by these motherfuckers. Like I'm getting tunnel vision. Like I'm just red in the face just trying to perform. <laughs> like luckily it was like a half hour set. So I only had to wear these fuckers for like 10 minutes. And uh, after that day, I, I cut them down because they were super fucking heavy. Uh, cut them down, wrapped them in duct tape, replaced the helmet, put it on a bike helmet, and yeah, the rest is history. I think I've gone through maybe a dozen different pairs at this point. Fucking they don't last very long when, when you tour a hundred days. You know, when you, you play a hundred shows a year, they don't hold up very well. I'm not using space age materials. I'm using <laughs> fucking you know, a, a wall, a Walmart bike helmet, duct tape, and and foam out of a couch cushion. <laughs> there you have it, man. The legend, the tale of the every, legendary. Every once in a while, yeah, there, there, it was, that was it. It was Green Jello, really. I bestowed them on Green Jello. Years <laughs> later, maybe three, four years later, somebody said, "Damn, these are really heavy. What do you use?" And I said, "Couch cushion foam." And they're like, "Well, why don't you use low density foam?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> 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 So I got my ass to Michael. I'm like, this shit is amazing. <laughs> like 10 pounds on my neck. Man, now I feel like I'm, I'm in the future. <laughs> <laughs> now he's using space I'm age shit. I'm in the future. Because so, I used to just, like, every every time something got, like, fucked up on the antlers, I would just cover it with more duct tape. So at one point, there was, like, four rolls of duct tape <laughs> on a couch cushion, basically. It was fucking heavy. Right. <laughs> Each roll of duct tape has another two pounds. <laughs> Yeah, so now I now I'm in the in the 21st century. Congratulations, man! Oh man. Congratulations. Moving fucking forward. The, the, whoever had uh, couch cushions on your psycho sick bingo? Anybody? <laughs> nope. Okay, moving on. Couch cushions. <laughs> so many. 
to any touring band, get yourself some good couch cushions to throw in the back of the van so you can sleep. It's an extra spot for people to sleep back there. We call it the executive suite. <laughs> the executive suite. Um, we're man. This is uh, we we may not have carved out enough time for you here, Matt. Um, so I'm gonna. You can edit. You can edit it down. If it's no way. No, no. The, no way. It's, it's not. We're, there's no way we're editing it. It's that we are literally starting to come up yep. against the time on our end. Yeah, we got band practice in ten minutes. So I'm gonna. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So I'm going to push forward here to something that I did, uh, something I do want to know here. Has Lightning round. <laughs> no, we're getting to that. Uh, are there times when you guys feel like you're not taken seriously enough? And are there times, has there ever been a time where somebody's taken Psycho Stick too seriously somehow? Uh, we, I like to say that we are very serious about not taking things too seriously. Which is it? Which is so, a, a a mentality I can get behind. Right. Yeah, we it, you miss out on a lot. I, I just watched a video yesterday of, of Corey Taylor talking about. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he likes it at all, but some genius, and this was his word, some genius took psychosocial, the the lyrics of it, and put it over Justin Bieber's baby <laughs> track. So it's psycho psychosocial baby, and it's fucking hilarious. It, it fits eerily, eerily well. Like, which it should, those two should not go together right. that well. And somebody asked Corey Taylor about it, and he said he loved it. He said it's adorable. It's hilarious. He loves seeing that shit. And he said very, very, very well, which I completely agree with. He said, you miss out on a lot of shit. You should take yourself too seriously. Yes, especially and, for Corey and Taylor. And I, I wholeheartedly right. believe that. That being said, uh, seeing people with psychic tattoos freaks me out. <laughs> Seeing people with our likenesses tattooed on their skin kind of freaks me out. I'm, I'm super stoked about it. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking sweet. And all of those people are really cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I think people take themselves too seriously and not necessarily our, our band. Our fans get it for the most part. Like, we're, we're about having fun. Yeah. We're about, you know, coming together, playing heavy music and giggling. That's what I love to see. I love seeing giggling in the mosh pit. Sure, yeah, that, that's that should be that's borderline being an Olympic sport or the next Psycho Stick song, giggling in the mosh pit. Right, you know, um, giggling in the mosh pit. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna push forward towards the end of this, man. I, this is uh, I'm gonna say this on air so that we catch it and that counts as a legally binding contract. We are definitely gonna have to do some kind of follow up on this and carve out more fucking time. Um, Sure. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't. I, I didn't leave that pause there to actually make you. Uh, but you know what? You have. So yep, they're actually obligated. I I just signed in blood on the dotted line right there. <laughs> Matt, you guys have written some of the most important songs ever, in my opinion. Be it Beer, be it Tuesday, be it Bruce Campbell, be it Dogs Like Socks. The list goes on. We're gonna try to combine your genius stupidity with our just stupidity and in this conversation with our, uh, our patented, I guess, stupidity, yeah, patent pending. uh, one of them being a, a question that everybody's heard 6 million times. And one of them being a rapid fire question set that nobody's ever thought of before we take total credit for. Yep. So rapid fire first, here we go. You get two choices. This is a lightning round. Clint will tell you if you're right or wrong. Cause he's a dick. You ready? I am awful. Here we go. First question, coffee or tea? Coffee. Right. Toilet paper, under or over? Over. Right. Beatles or Stones? Like the band? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give you a pass there. Simpsons or Family Guy? Oh, I love Family Guy. All right. I'm going to call that one close to wrong. Clint, Clint's can... Okay. Um, we we are Simpsons. I can I can speak for all of them and say Simpsons over Family Guy. <laughs> gummy bears or gummy worms? Ooh. Bears. Good. The bears. Right. Um, where did I say I lost my spot? Beer or liquor? Oh man, you're, that one hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Beer. My my thing. My thing. Currently 
Liquor, liquor on the weekend, beer during the week. Do you, uh, uh, Marvel or DC comics? Fuck. DC. All right. If I had to choose one. I, I love the Marvel series. I love the Marvel movies. I love Deadpool, but I'm a Batman man. <laughs> I'm a Batman man. All right. Uh, a couple more. Woods or the ocean? I grew, I grew up on Long Island. It's yeah. woods and ocean. Woods and, I, right. I can't choose one. All right. Fall or but spring? I guess, oh. I guess you can't make a house out of the ocean. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll leave that. Fall or spring? Fall. Last but not least, sausage links or patties? Links all the way, motherfucker. Oh, dude, you did uh, wah, so wah, good wah. all the way up till the end. <laughs> oh man, it depends on the application. If we're uh, talking breakfast, hell yeah. If we're talking breakfast sandwich, hell yeah, patty. I'll, I'll I'll slice those links up and get them flat on a fucking bed. <laughs> if we're talking pancakes, if we're talking pancakes, hash brown sausage bacon, yeah, I'm coming with the links. No, it, patties is the only way to go, man. Sorry, no no copy <laughs> man, of the home game for you. Right, Forget that that part two <laughs> that we talked about earlier. That's that's off the oh, table. Oh man, now. you're out of right, the contract. Man. Seriously though, this, this has been uh, round about as much fun as we expected, which was a lot. So. Matt, before we let you get on to your Sunday here, I'm going to ask you the tropiest question anybody's ever asked. You get stuck on an island. You get to take one album with you. What's the album? Oh, uh, Abbey Road by the Beatles. So he's so well on Beatles. Yep. Beatles. It is. Well, that's it, man. That's all we got for you. I, lucky, okay. lucky you. Yes, lucky you. <laughs> I, that, that the album island thing always amuses us because some people will stammer and cuss about it for half an hour, and some people can spit something out immediately. Clearly, it, it's really hard for me to choose, you know. But honestly, that's probably my most listened to album in my entire life. That still never gets old to me all the way through. Yeah, yeah, the Beatles are a thing. Believe it or not, <laughs> I think they're catching on. <laughs> Matt, it's been a ton of fun, man. <laughs> Enjoy your Sunday. Um, we look forward to doing this again. And once, you know, being places is a thing again, we look forward to you coming back to Columbus and shooting the shit with you. Oh, hell yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. And, and, All right, and, Matt. And let me just let me just say, I know you guys got to run, yeah. but I've done a shitload of interviews, and not all of them are this fun. Seriously, this this was a really fun interview. So thank you, fellas. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah, thank man. you for that. I will fucking take that. Tell four thousand of your best friends all about <laughs> it. <laughs> Thanks, man. See ya. Take it easy, boy. Surprise! The guy from Psycho Stick was a lot of fun. It was it. it uh, we carved out more time than usual for that interview, and still went insanely long because he was just. It, it, you know, clearly he's done interviews before, and he is a lot of fun. And like he eleven said, years in Psycho Stick, there's a lot to talk. about. <laughs> like he said, he he likes to talk, and uh, which makes things a shit ton easier for us because, and I would bet a shit ton easier for people listening to this because they would rather hear people like Matt as opposed to our fucking stupidity. Yes. So, um, speaking of stupid, we're gonna do something now that I don't think we've ever done before. We're gonna make you hungry. That's right. So, clearly, after Matt's conversation there, we're going to play you a Psycho Stick song, uh, or maybe even a Psycho Stick song. Yeah. Uh, here is Chimichanga. Mm. Oh, Dios mío. When I found you, I was so hungry. And then I found you, and now I'm going to So close that I can smell you. I'll finish every last morsel of meat, even if it kills me. I want, I want a chimichanga. 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 Yo, yo, deep fried burrito. 
Tastes so neato. Deep fried burrito. Tastes so neato. Deep fried burrito. Tastes so neato. Deep fried burrito. Tastes so neato. So big. So much of that to me. Some delicious post metal, Saren. Uh, again, I am really looking forward to this. Um, the album is "You Can't Go Back." It comes out February five. Um, just a little heads up: we've heard, I've heard the whole damn thing multiple times over. Humble brag, humble brag. And every second of it is just as badass as the previous. If you know what's good for you, you'll be looking forward to it. And as a little taste, here is their first single off the album. Reckoner.
Christmas and stuff. Fucking excited when I saw the description of that, and then twice as excited when I listened to it, and it was fucking great. It's good. I will have a physical copy of that as long as they make CDs of it. You got here to give a shout out to Twenty Walk because they'd be playing shows and shit with them. You're talking about Gudger. Oh, we haven't got there um, yet. Well, that next band up. Be the talk, next but, band but, up but, but, uh, is our uh, is some local heroes here. Uh, our guys Gudger. Um, song that we're going to play is Death from Above. Whatever Gudger you can find, they've only got like two the, the one album and a couple random songs on Spotify, if I remember right. Find them on Bandcamp. They They're, got all their stuff's there. They got a lot of stuff going on. Like they got blues, rock, metal, funk. Like it's like a hodgepodge. It's and, it's, and it's I'm super jealous because it's for one, it's a three piece. Right. For two. The front man or the singer is the drummer, and his dad plays the guitar. Went like his cousin is the bassist or something. something. Like so it's that, not yeah. even. So it's not even stranger fuckholes you got to deal with. <laughs> it's a good old family band. And uh, I have played the drums while my dad played guitar, and that's pretty fun. That's cool that that they get to go out and do that and do a kick ass job out of the dad's got riffs for fucking oh, days. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's good. Remember good the stuff. first time we saw them? Yeah, doing the whole holy shit. What is this? <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, man. Uh, shout out, and you know, as he started, as Brian started to mention there, they are buddies with our dudes, 20 Watt, too. They've played some shows with them out there in Wisconsin, and uh, I assume some more fun places in between here and there. Enough of us bullshitting about it. Let's play Death From Above. To the riffs. <laughs>
scene. <laughs> and scene. So, thanks again to Matt of Psycho Stick. I want to thank you. You want to thank me for making this show a little shorter than it normally is. Thank you, Clint. I I, I did. <laughs> to be to be uh, honest, I tried to get a war on women song, but I we never heard back from him, so. It would have been about the normal. We should start a war on war on women until they give us a fucking... <laughs> easy, easy, okay, Tonto. I won't, I won't. God, that's racist too, Clint. Tonto? I am of um, Native American descent, and I find that offensive. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Thanks again to Matt of Psycho Stick. Beer is playing again in the background. That's fucking great. And it's also what Clint's drinking. And it's also what I'm drinking. Actually, it's not. My beer is empty. I need to refill it. So, I'm going to say thanks... Again, to our continuing sponsors, Brimminghorn, Pig Hog Cables. Uh, shout out to our guy, Jason Maxwell, uh, buddy of Brian Ewing's, friend of ours. He's got a podcast called The Noble Order of Savages. I almost screwed that up. Check it out. It's on, um, I know he said it's on Spotify and a couple other places. I'm sure you'll be able to find it if you can find this stupid shit. Uh, and while you're looking through places that have podcasts, if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a review on there. Send us some music so that we can play it on here. The email is eostupidity at gmail. Uh, preferably stuff that can be found on streaming sites. We are on all of the social media sites, as long as all of the social media sites are Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Because those are the only ones we're on. <laughs> and uh, is there anything else? Bye. <laughs>